If you're a pedophile, email in. <laughs> we promise we won't call the cops. <laughs> You're in cahoots with Corey and Carmen. In cahoots. Get a whole song to start the pod. To start the pod? To start the pod. <laughs> I think it'll put us in a good mood. Okay. Why wouldn't it? Or will it make me razzed up? Because that's usually your goal. It could get you razzed up. Oh my God. I'm not ruling it out. Okay. But I'm ready. It's going to be a good way to start, I think. I hope. Comment in, email the show if you're like, that's a horrible way to start the pod. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a video. I can see it. Are you going to describe it to people? Um, it's a video. Two gentlemen's uh, with uh, funny mustaches. They do have funny mustaches. what we're looking at right now. It's a song. You ready? Mm-hmm. Here's a silly song from the 1930s, originally sung by Harry Roy and banned by the BBC. Banned. But sung now by my good friend Champagne Charlie. Champagne! Fuck that guy. There's one pet I love to pet, and every evening we get set. I stroke it every chance I get. My girl's pussy <laughs> seldom plays and never purrs, and I love the thoughts it stirs. But I don't mind because it's hers. My girl's pussy. Often it goes out at night, returns at break of dawn. No matter what the weather's like. Oh my God. The weather's like. Uh. It returns to... I don't know. Schlong. <laughs> How did it crash? I don't oh know. my God. Everything in my life is falling apart. <laughs> Including oh. us. It's over. You get the fucking point. Oh my God. She records her special and dumps me immediately. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> After the amount of help that you gave oh me. Oh my God. How pissed would you be? I, you know what? I don't know if I'd be mad as much as I'd just be like defeated. <laughs> It'd be so much sadder. God, that's so sad. <laughs> you have a tiny thing on your tooth. Do I? Mm-hmm. What a horrible <laughs> Still there. Where is it? It's like... Like in the center and middle. In the center? Yeah. All right. Now it's like on your tooth. Oh my God. It's probably like pita chip. Yeah. Oh my Jesus Christ. Wait, look at me. Smile. It's still there. Oh my God. It really just doesn't want to wait. Did you, I think you got it. Yes, you're good. All right. Yeah. There we go. In Cahoots Podcast. I could leave this out of the podcast, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm just... I think we have a probably a pretty dead split on people who appreciate how yeah. you know, fucking laissez-faire this is, and then other people who are like, oh my God, be a tiny bit professional. <laughs> yeah, there was... Uh, on the first episode, we could have been a little more professional. <laughs> this one, you know, we got the song there. You get the... Fucking point. He's talking about my girl's pussy. And uh, I'm always shocked by how dirty things were, like, back in the 30s. Yeah. You know? Oh, I forgot that that's the whole conceit of that. Right. I didn't got, even... Yeah. Got banned. Yeah, if you made it now, you're like, okay, it's a fun little whatever, yeah. two two gay men having a, mm -hmm. having a night or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, like, you listen to old stand-up albums from the 30s, it's vile yes <laughs> like it does now doesn't even compare do we think was the word pussy around as slang for for 
vagina vulva area I think so. in the 1930s because that it, might have just been like a at face value song now i want to oh, see where but that they began. said it got banned by the bbc okay then yeah so it definitely was. i'm guessing it was when did pussy become slang <laughs> by the 17th century i was way off Wow. Yeah. And uh, the sense of pussy was used. This sense of pussy was used to refer specifically to genitalia by the 18th century. From there, further extended to refer to sexual intercourse involving a woman by the 20th century. Hmm. I don't know what that means. Okay. So it referred. Oh, getting pussy, maybe. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That <laughs> one's been around for a little while. I never would have guessed. Does it say the well. origin of it, like how it started? It didn't. But let me look that up. Origin of the word pussy of the slang pussy yeah mm. uh, maybe scandinavia this is like a whole article oh my god excuse me excuse me it's a whole article. I just don't. Oh, I yeah, we don't. We don't have time for that. Scandinavia, Scandinavian word for pussy, besides pocket pouch, is interpreted as pocket and purse. So Vikings could be the culprits for the slang. Ooh. But okay. that's they don't know. It's a theory. Oh, so it's like calling her her vagina a purse almost. Wow, little, little place to put your coins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. All right. Down with some Viking slang. Interesting. History's wild, isn't it? It's wild. Yeah. I recommend everyone go look up, like stand up, old. See if you can find old records of stand up from the Mm -hmm. 1930s. Mm -hmm. But that's like, you hear old people be like, "Oh, we, you kids are so vile these days, (laughs) talking about your dicks and your pussies and whatever else you have and all that." And it's like, "Yeah, you guys had that, but Mm -hmm. it just wasn't on the radio, right? Like the government censored it, right? Like a real civilization. You had to go to a club. There just wasn't like social media or anything like that, so you're just not exposed to it. It's just like you were inside." If you were a woman, you were trapped in your kitchen. Yep. So, of course, you weren't exposed to it, but it was there. Could you imagine if they did expose the women to that? Mm. There would have been mass hysteria. <laughs> they would have left their husbands, started a commune. <laughs> That's what happened when Elvis came around, gyrating them hips. Oh, my goodness. It just made all the women go wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild to look at that and be like, this is what people were into. Yeah, so right? Funny. Mm-hmm. So it's all new. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still, yeah. There's like a, there's always like a, a sweet spot with media, right? Because mm-hmm. like a hundred years from now, we're gonna look back on mumble rap and be like, why the fuck did they listen to that? Like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But most of the people alive right now don't listen to it. I yeah. don't get it. Yeah, that's fair. Nobody older than me gets it. Yeah. It's really just like one, one subset, one age range, one 10-year age range that's like, this fucking rocks. Yeah. And it's going to like define our time, I guess. I don't know what the defining music of our time is, to be honest. Uh, I don't know. We're so scattered. There's so many people on the planet and there's so many markets and so many niches. Bollywood. Bollywood musicals. 
that'll define our I time. I hope so. Have you <laughs> have you ever seen one? Yeah. They're fantastic. They're something. Uh, Luna. Luna. They're magnificent. Speaking of fantastic and magnificent, <laughs> Carmen recorded her special last weekend. Yeah. She only flashed the audience. <laughs> she, some people got a lick in. It was great. It was a, a fun for the whole family as uh-huh. we as we advertised it, it to be. It was only families. It was all families. Just a lot of children hearing about serial killers <laughs> and and her uh, gynecologist. They need to know. They do need to know. It's good for the kids. Mm-hmm. I love that when like a, a like a younger person shows up at the show with their family and I'm like, is this okay? And the parents are always like, yeah, like we're in New York City yeah. they, and they need to know. And I'm like, oh my God, these kids are, this is rocks. We did, <laughs> it's uh, going to be weird, but that's awesome. One of my, uh, one of my shows at mm-hmm. Ferns, there was like this 12 year old kid there. 12. 12. And his mom was there with him uh-huh. and she was like, oh, I don't care. He hears all this stuff online anyway. And I That's was true. like, actually, yeah, she's right. Yeah, she's like, right. Um, but he like sat front row, uh-huh. kind of freaked out some of, some of the comics. It's yeah. a small room. You could sit back row and people are still going to yeah. notice. But um, he got called on by Alex Babbitt, uh-huh. who New York City comedian, look him up. Very good. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, at the end of the show, Alex was like, so what did you learn tonight? And he did a callback to one of Alex's jokes uh-huh. and flattened the room. Oh, my God. He crushed harder than anyone else that night. Everyone else combined, if you combined oh, it, no. would have been that level. And I was just sitting there going like, man, that was like... We just created a comedian. Yes, you just created a comedian. He's going to tell all of his friends. Yeah. That was a core memory. Yeah. He's going to have dementia. That's going to be one of his only <laughs> memories. I was kidding. I was only 12 years old yeah, when I, I started. I could have made it in stand-up if I just <laughs> had some money to move to the city. Is this is Gen Alpha going to like flatten us? Are they going to come in and just make us look dumb and bad and... I don't know. Have you seen the studies on that? No. Because of the pandemic, Gen Alpha is like three or four years behind on like reading, math. Like that's they're a bunch good. of morons. That doesn't right mean they now. can't flatten us with stuff. I mean, they're gonna be way better with tech than we are. And they can be funnier for sure because being in school doesn't really correlate. That's true. Oh, you yeah. mean flatten us with? Yeah, with I meant stand, like our careers are gonna not exist. Yeah, because they're gonna figure something else out. Right. I, you know what? Yeah. I think it'll be like sports. Like we watch basketball from the sixties and we're like, they're dribbling with two hands. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. I could beat these losers, yeah. but it's like just basketball got so much better. Yeah. Where I think comedy. Yeah. With the internet, even I bet the style will really probably change good at comedy. Cause when we were oh, coming yeah. up, like when we first started, it was like very sarcastic. Um, and people who were almost doing character, it was very character based. Like yeah. even like Sarah Silverman, it's like, like, quirky i'm this person and that person's like racist and you're like but the joke is that like can you believe if there were a person like this wouldn't that be crazy Mm -hmm. and that would not work now that bombs now and that's only because we know that person does exist (laughs) (laughs) and it's only been like 10 years so what's the next 10 years there's gonna be something that i'm not able to do yeah it's gonna be weird i don't know i there's i think being relatable is always uh a go-to that's the thing right now, being relatable. People mm-hmm. want to feel right like now, your friend. Though. That's, you're right. That is right now. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be like 
stand-up is going to be very weird and out there in like 10 years. Mm. I think Gen Alpha will grow up with this sort of nihilistic attitude where nothing mm-hmm. matters and will kind of go back to like the Zach Galifianakis, hmm. Paul F. Tompkins. That'd be great. Like, this doesn't mean anything. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Isn't it funny? And then, or they'll go the complete opposite direction and just start using the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> Why not both? Probably Could be both. Could be both. Nothing means anything. And then they drop a hard R. <laughs> Gen Z is going to be wild. Gen Alpha. Yeah. that Well, Gen Z is already wild. I went on a TikTok. Uh, you mean Gen Alpha? Gen Z is the one right behind us. And then behind that is Alpha. That's what I'm worried about. That's what I know. Who Gen Z people? is already wild. Yeah. Gen Z is. Yeah. I went down a TikTok rabbit hole today and... <laughs> There's uh, no well. Normally, I'm just sticking to the FYP, and it's like whatever they show me, they show me. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm a I'm just a victim of the algorithm. Is mm-hmm. uh, is how I live my life. But I saw one come up, and I was like, all right, I got to do a, a deeper dive on this because mm-hmm. um, they were alleging that some big TikToker who had like millions of followers like said the N word, oh so God. everyone was canceling her. And there were like accounts that were dedicated to canceling her and like all this other stuff. And I was like, okay, let's see how bad this is. Is this like kids freaking out about nothing or is this like an actual thing? Uh And I don't remember the girl's name, nor would I say it on this even if I did because I don't want to like stoke the flames or whatever. But I guess she did drop an N-bomb. Like, on accident. Little white girl. On accident? Like, it was... Yeah, I think it just, like, came out, or she didn't really understand what she was saying. What? In what context? Here's here's the context. Yeah. She's 15 years old. Uh Uh-huh. I don't... I just don't know if she, like... I 100,000% knew that you're not supposed to say that at age always. (laughs) Who's not teaching you that? And I went to an all-white school. We knew. Well... You grew up on the East Coast, which is a little more liberal. But if she grew up in, like, the suburbs of the Midwest or the South and, like, doesn't doesn't get the contextual history. I couldn't find the video of her saying it. So I'm, like, putting this all together Mm -hmm. from other videos and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But I feel bad that this, like, 15-year-old girl is getting, like, she's 15. Yeah. She's getting, like, accounts actual accounts that their sole goal is like canceling this girl and it's like oh my god guys she's a child yeah yeah that is like if you're an adult and you're coming after her that's get the fuck out of here i but you can't tell like that's the other part i was like i don't know if these are adults that are freaking out. i don't know if these are other kids that are going after could you imagine if you were 15 years old and like you woke up one morning and literally tens of millions of people were like fuck you you should die what was her account yeah that i would kill myself it was just her like (laughs) doing weird stuff with her brother in the car and like making jokes and like Mm. just being a 15 year old Mm -hmm. um like i said couldn't find the video but it just hit me this morning i was like man the weight of like all your fuck-ups just being Mm -hmm. online would be brutal i think she's gonna turn into a villain that's what they always do Mm. usually you end up doubling down on that kind of thing because we don't live in a society that lets you make mistakes and learn from it we learn we live in a society where if you make a mistake that's you that's your identity for the rest of your life so her only choice then like all these people is to lean into it and be like well you guys are fucking assholes for doing this and then going from there which is crazy 
it sucks. She shouldn't have done it, but yeah. Yeah. She put out a little apology video mm-hmm. where that never works. No. <laughs> she sounded sad. She was like, I really miss you guys. And I was like, oh, don't make me like, I'm not saying like I'm writing off what she did. It obviously wasn't. Why wouldn't she just, I did, was she live streaming or something? I don't know. I, I couldn't get that okay. far. From what I gathered, it's not like she called somebody that. Yeah. Which I think is much worse than just like saying it. Sure. And I do feel yeah. bad for kids because like the most popular form of music right now is rap. Like they let that word rip all oh, yeah, the yeah. time. Like that'd be so confusing as a kid to grow up and be like, oh, so, okay, uh, everyone listens to this and like it's mm-hmm. the most popular, but just like I can't say it as like as an adult i get it Mm. but as like a teenager you're like i don't uh, you know those so long ago that yeah they just need to be taught right so i feel bad for her and uh i don't know gen z might eat itself like the like the snake eating its own tail (laughs) (laughs) anyway so you dropped like what four or five n-bombs in your special (laughs) We'll edit them out. Don't worry. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my How are you God. feeling? You're done. Good. Really good. Good. It's really good. Run us through your day. Day of. I haven't day even gotten of. a chance to really talk to you about this. Oh, was your day crazy? Yeah, you. Well, no, mine was well, easy. Yes, because... but I want your day. Because <laughs> you guys made it so, so good for me. And you were like, just do what you do. Have your day. I think you guys were running around and I can't wait to find out. Um, What did I do? I like woke up, had a smoothie. I did some like mindful yoga. Where was your head though? Like, were you nervous? Were you like, because it wasn't a small room. Oh, we did no. lie to you about ticket sales. I know. I think that helped. <laughs> it definitely helped. I'm really glad you didn't. I didn't want to be worrying about that. You guys made it so that I, I was only worried about my own my own set, which is important. Um, yeah, I, 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 I felt, I, I felt, feel lucky. I felt like very focused that day. I sat down, put out the order that I was going to do. It yeah. felt right. It fell together. Uh, so I was feeling good about that. Um, yeah, I did some mindfulness yoga. I had like some salad. <laughs> the life of an artist. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got there. Um, she had makeup put on your face. Yeah, I had makeup and, and hair done for me. We got you pizza. There. there was pizza. Mmm. Yeah. <laughs> And then, yeah, and then I paced in the hallway while going through the beats of the set, and that helped a lot. Oh, good. That's a new thing that I didn't, I just figured out how to do an hour without making almost any mistakes the day of, Yeah. <laughs> like 10 minutes before the show. That was super helpful. Was it annoying that Matt and I kept popping in to uh, tell you things? At, no. Were you guys like, get the... Were you at one point like, guys, get the fuck out of here? No, (laughs) there were like moments where I was like, oh, I was kind of in the middle of it. But I don't mind being interrupted because that's how our society works. It's constant interruption. So it was nothing ADHD and it's easy for you to flip between topics. Everybody has ADHD. Uh Uh-huh. I was listening to an NPR on it. Apparently, if you're working on your computer and you're not interrupted, you'll interrupt yourself and start doing stuff. Uh, Yes. Mm -hmm. But one of the symptoms of ADHD is the ability to hyper focus on something. Oh, I Where can't. you like sit down and you could just like do something for 45 minutes to an hour straight, like nothing blocking you. Uh, Luna. Luna. 
that's a symptom of it? Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't make any sense, Luna. It's like, it's very hard to... ADHD, for ADHD people, it's very hard to focus unless they're getting the right level of dopamine. And so a lot of ADHD people get develop addictions to like video games mm-hmm. because they can just sit there and like play for like 14 to 16 hours straight with like barely getting up and doing anything because it's this constant hit of dopamine mm-hmm. like back and forth where like a, a non-ADHD person would <clears throat> kind of get exhausted and a little distracted and a little bored like you're doing right now. So I'm not ADHD. I don't know. <laughs> you are good at jumping between stuff though what does that mean your intrusive thoughts like you can have them and then just go back into your conversation that's true yeah <laughs> um well good i'm glad you had a relaxing day that's yeah. what we were aiming for i was afraid you'd be panicking like a caged squirrel <laughs> no i did that two days later a little bit oh, when good. i had to do a second taping yeah for something which else we'll talk about later when it comes out Ooh, yeah am i allowed to talk about a it teaser i think i'm supposed to start telling people about it it's on OnlyFans tv only fans your girl's got an only fans <laughs> look always... at that everybody asked <laughs> <laughs> i always knew people would laugh at me on OnlyFans someday mm-hmm. that's true <laughs> um it's not porn for both our mothers yet it's not porn anyway it'll never be porn it'll never be porn unless, she says unless you want to pay and then you're going to know because you're just going to get in there and find out that yeah it's not i don't want to do that That's to our listeners no not to our listeners no the but, listeners <laughs> can know there will never yeah. be porn on there no. but for everyone else there's porn yeah tell them there's porn so that yeah. i get money mm-hmm. and <laughs> that's really literally the goal i need yeah I need to make money on there so that I can make more money on. Mm. Never mind. Right. You get it. Yeah. So you did a comedy set. Yep. OnlyFans is trying to get into comedy because they mm-hmm. want to be something other than porn. They've been doing it for like two years. Matt Reif was one of the first people to do it. That's crazy. I know. Wow. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, that was how we got to start. You're the next Matt Reif. <laughs> That's great. No, your special day. Um, it was important that you were the non-stressed one. That was really nice of you guys. I really appreciate that. Because <laughs> it was your performance. Yeah. Like, there's no, there there would be no reason for me to be like, ah, Carmen could do this. She could be a little stressed. And then you're stressed for your set and it's a bad set. Because yeah. then it's like, then we all suffer. Yeah. So it's like, all right, we're, we're putting her over here mentally mm-hmm. and you get to, you get to do that. It did make me feel like you did such a good job. It did make me feel like you could be a celebrity with like 12 handlers. (laughs) Or I was like, oh, she could do it. I don't know if I could do it. With 12 handlers? Yeah, you just have a bunch of handlers that's like, all right, you got this appointment over here. You got lunch over here. People are just bringing you food. You're just going through the day like, oh, there's a salad in my hand. And now it's in my mouth. And now it's out of my hands. Oh, God, that's what I want more than anything. (laughs) Oh, new you list were so of good at not being involved in anything, <laughs> <laughs> which is so the opposite of me. I was very jealous. I know when and if I ever do a special, I will be involved to a degree that's not good. I will not focus on my own stuff. Oh my gosh! But you're no, focused I loved on your own it. stuff. I I felt I was I trusted you guys so much, and there was just there were moments when I was like, I wonder if they know to do this, and then I was like. They do. They just do. Like what? 
I can't think of anything now, but there Damn. were like questions that I had that were, I was just like, no, they'll have it figured out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got our friend Matt, who's mm-hmm. like a very good director. Mm-hmm. He's got no business directing <laughs> a comedy special, um, but he wanted to. So, mm-hmm. so nice. Glad to have him. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It was a, it was not an insane day. I was able no. to do like my chores and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of phone calls, like making sure, like mm-hmm. oh, okay, we can we're gonna be here at this time, and like mm-hmm. okay, seats are we sold this many tickets mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. all that other stuff. But we got there at, like four. The special was at eight, mm-hmm. and you most were there of it at was four? like yeah, I got there at four. Oh my god! Most of it was really just like setting up chairs, yeah, um, and then setting up the cameras and. Mm-hmm doing all that for sort of stuff the pizza was a fiasco <laughs> that was so mad they just took forever they took forever i ordered it at 5 30 and we didn't get it till like 7 15 jesus and i also like the fucking grubhub app gave me the list and i was like oh okay it's right next to me and then i click on it or I saw it on the map and I was like, great, it, it's next to me. And I click, I go to the list view, click on that. And they'd like flipped the, but it was both Joe's. One was like Joe's and one was Joe and Sal's. And I accidentally went to Joe and Sal's uh-huh. when I clicked on it, which yeah. was down in Fort Greene. So it oh, showed up cold. No. It was a 25 minute bike ride for the delivery guy. Yeah. And it took him longer than it should have to make the pizzas. Right. It's like how fucking long does it make to, does it take to make four pizzas? Unbelievable. <laughs> um and then yeah we kind of got started late the seating was a little weird the you got me good when you added to the the um the comp list at the last minute because we were like oversold yeah and you were like ha ha here's six more i was like <laughs> This motherfucker. I swear and you to God. Be mad. I know. I couldn't be mad. I always had had comps. I just didn't send them to you on time. Uh, the problem, I with, problem was that people, the sheet people asked me day of. Uh, oh, I, I didn't see the sheet. But people I were know. asking me day of, which was really um, <laughs> obnoxious, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I also had a bunch of no-shows. You did. And I, they were all like, I'm sorry, I have a kid and it was yeah. being weird. Or like I went to the wrong venue as one person. So stuff like that. The second show was way oversold, but that's because comics wild. were there. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that was going to happen. Yeah. That one was annoying. I had to like wade through people when I needed to go tell Matt you were about to do your kick. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, I mean, we were... We were where Carmen like does like a little kick thing in one I dr- of her jokes. I drown a kid with my foot. She drowns a child and Matt was like, okay, I need to know when that is so I could tell the camera person to like point down mm-hmm. at your foot. And I was like, shit. So I need to like keep track of all this, which I was already doing. But then I need to run across the room from where I was standing to tell oh, the God. camera person like, hey, she's going to kick. She's going to drown gonna the kid. Kick. She's going to drown the kid. <laughs> she's going to drown the kid. And then they had to be like ready to be like, what? Tilt the camera. Oh, my God. Um, where were you sitting in the room? I was in the back. Yeah. Uh, yep, yep. But it was fun though. It was a fun experience. Yeah. There wasn't anything that I would categorize as like hard. It was yeah. just like a lot. Yeah. There's so many logistics that go into it. I for I didn't know that, and then I forgot about it, and then you guys handled it. <laughs> <laughs> Everything always worked out for the younger sibling. I fucking know. That was another thing. The whole time I was like, God damn it. 
I, I'm worth. She's just gonna get away with this again. Uh huh. She's just gonna roll in la, here. La la la. No lesson learned. Oh my learned. goodness! Oh, the the room is packed out. Who's Isn't this that amazing? Beautiful girl. <laughs> uh, you did do some stuff though. Early. <laughs> You made all the posters and you clipped up the videos and like uh, mm-hmm. did the advertising and set up set up a bunch of shows to practice. So probably it's not got like a good bump nothing. from like Corinne Fisher posted something. She has a lot of fans. Um, yeah, that was very nice. Every, that was so nice of her. Shout out to everyone who reposted Carmen's mm-hmm. thing. Yes, that was very helpful. Mm-hmm. I assume. Yes, C- CYSK list and yep. all those fans. Both were sold dope. out. Yeah. Both shows. Mm-hmm. With only minor hiccups. Yeah. It's just mostly the audience's fault. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Not, definitely not your fault. No. That guy coughing. I was like, why would you? Which guy coughing? There's a guy coughing in the second show. I wouldn't oh. I wouldn't reset. If, if he had like a huge coughing fit, I would reset the joke. Yeah. But if he just had a minor coughing fit and it was that was it, I didn't reset. But if it was a coughing fit paired with somebody smashing a glass, then Dude. I would reset. There were so many things like that. So many glasses. The yeah. late show was just a bunch of drunks yeah. knocking over their fucking glasses. Yeah. Well, oh. keep, keep it in. You know, it's real. I know. It's gritty. Well, that's, yeah, we were talking about it. Matt, the director, was so worried about that stuff mm-hmm. because he shoots like real fucking movies yeah. and short films. And go check him out. Matt Ott. Uh, mm-hmm. I think his, his website is mattott.com. Mm-hmm. He does fun stuff that Carmen's done before, mm-hmm. um, acted in. He's so worried about it. And I was like, I kind of like this shit. Yeah. Like there's a bowling alley behind us. Yeah. There was like in the second show, there was like bassy music going on. Really? Behind us. Yeah. You oh, could hear, hear it in the back. And, oh uh, no, that's going to be a nightmare for the sound guy. Well, the sound guy, uh, it turns out your voice is not super bassy. So he was able to just like cut the bass out of it. Oh. Yeah. So I'm going to so sound like this. Sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my special, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be, uh, it'll be good. Should, but I, I, was, should like, I release one version? version where it's just chipmunk voice Ooh, that'd be fun yeah i think you should release do like one of those ai video art things Uh and like release one where you're like a cartoon or like (laughs) do something weird like that i think it'd be fun that'd be fun yeah what can't ai do um it's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't have one right now. Yeah. I'm a little scared. <laughs> <laughs> um, the queen of your special goes to, though, the most important person or the person that had the biggest impact was uh, Ruffles Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Woman directly under the mic in the very center of the entire room. Directly under the mic. Opening up a bag of Ruffles and then really just... Eating them as noisily as possible. Not even like she wasn't subtle about it. No. This was like a pop, like yeah. a pff yeah sort of thing. She couldn't have been closer to under the microphone. Yeah, that was awesome. I'm glad you stopped because I yeah. was like, "What the fuck was that? Yeah. Are we just gonna like ignore that?" Yeah, you turned it into a, a funny bit. Yeah, I know. I'm like, should we? We'll either keep it that version of whatever joke that was, or. We will have a whole reel at the end of times that I was just like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there were definitely so many moments. When I started the show, the first show, those two women took like 10 minutes to get drinks. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> they were the nicest, though. They were the best audience members. Absolute best audience members. Um, and they shout really, out to, yeah, uh, shout out drinks to my was hard. friend Drew's younger sister. That was mm-hmm. her group. Mm-hmm. Um, the best. Yeah. 
I think we'll do like we'll do your special, which would be nice and clean, like mm-hmm. a tidy forty-five fifty, and then yeah. we'll do an extended cut with yeah. all the Ooh, with all the bullshit cut. in it. Yeah, and uh, that'll be fun. Yeah, that's It'll a good be idea. For the real fans. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll put the bloopers in like a Patreon or something. Ooh, people can come get it. That's a good idea. Or your OnlyFans. On my OnlyFans. Oh my God. On my OnlyFans. What can't we do with your OnlyFans? <laughs> Anything but sex. Anything. <laughs> Wonder what OnlyFans I, <laughs> rules is rules are around like Nazi stuff. Like, oh, they do not know. They have they they're very clear that you can't do that. You no. can't do that. No, God okay. no. All right. A lot of tech companies are having that problem right now. Really? Yeah. Substack is like they're having a bunch of people leave because you can like you can't be overtly Nazi, but you can like be pretty you could you could you subtly be, like a flirty be Nazi. Nazi. What yeah. is subtly Nazi? Uh I'm a I'm where a subtle like Nazi. you use like dog whistle words. Where it's like um, so obvious you're talking about white nationalism, but huh. like you're not using the word Nazi. What? I wonder Nazi. if this video will get flagged since we're saying the word, saying Nazi. The word Nazi. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's that's I hate the thing of like you can't say killed you have to say unalived oh my online. god tiktok's getting stop it real bad cut with it that. out yeah it's not preventing anything it's like when we change the word it's like when people yeah we just keep changing like the r word just retarded is offensive now it's gonna be this and it's like we'll, we'll just make that awful now too yeah, you're not changing culture yeah yeah the unalive thing is not because they're changing the word the unalive thing on TikTok is that they're like, they don't want people getting triggered, like children seeing a bunch of like material about people dying or something like that, which is fair. I guess. I don't think 12 year olds need to be learning about or like witnessing live footage of the war in oh, Gaza. God, like, no. fuck that. No. That's, that'll ruin them. Adults can't even handle that. No. This got sad. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, oh. no. <laughs> yeah, what is the balance? It's a hard balance to be like, I want to be informed, but I also don't want to keep watching dead babies. It's, I don't, you know, because like, what am I supposed to do to help? They're like, no, it's the same, it's the same thing with like, what would you do? We Wouldn't you stop the Holocaust if you were alive back then? No, because I wouldn't have had the means to. It's the same way I don't have the means to stop the Gaza-Israel war now. Are you kidding me? Yeah. The fuck am I supposed to do? Well... I'm not. If it's your country, it's a little different. If it's your like, country, like if you were in Germany during the Holocaust, then you maybe could have done something. Sure. Yeah. But yes. The yeah from from the other side of the ocean. Yeah. Right. This is governments fighting. This is yeah. has nothing to do with me. That's that's Same why I'm like people. why 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 read the sensationalized headlines and watch the videos and stuff. People are just like mainlining that stuff. Yeah. Just to get like the emotional charge out of it. Yeah, it feels terrible. Yeah. It's it's no bueno. No. If I had money, I'd put it in there, but I don't have any. Maybe after your special maybe. and your OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> That'd be really cool. Maybe yeah. I could save a kid in Do Palestine. A donation. <laughs> You're just going to give all your money away. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we won't get political on this podcast. I just but, did. <laughs> uh, well, no, I mean, there's like, there's more to that, but. No, I don't really want to do it. No. I um anyway, we support Trump. <laughs> yeah. Big MAGA people. Big MAGA people. Mm. I got one more video. Okay. Throw that bad boy back on. <laughs> 
And this one's got captions. So I realized uh, the other week I haven't talked to my mom since uh, we went home for Christmas. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's been like a month. I should probably call her. I do that, too, though, sometimes with my dad. It's been a busy, it's been yeah. a busy uh, yeah. week or whatever. And the last yeah. time I texted her, she didn't respond. So, oh, you know what? I interesting. That would never. My mom would have. She's probably 40 dead. Forty. <laughs> she's she's fine. Email um, the show if you're not dead. <laughs> I forgot. That's one of the things I did on show day. I called my my me and my mom Facetimed Aww. for like an hour, and it was like a great conversation. Wow. And it she really, didn't psych you out and be no, like, if you talk no, no, about no. me, you're you're no. excommunicated from the family. No, she said how proud she was of me. It was such a sweet call. It's just a really good calming pre pre show call. I was also very proud of you. I felt like your dad for a second, and I was like, oh, oh I wanna... wait. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, I'm so proud of her. And I was like, oh, is that what dads feel like with their kids? And I was like, oh, no, I can't think that. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Pops. That's why I'm dating you. The, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to keep going. Anyway. I am father. What? I said, I'm just going to keep calling you father. Yeah. Not daddy. No. Nope. Father. Father. <laughs> this is a hot new uh, <laughs> sex term, as the kids are calling it. Mm. Anyway, I saw this video and I was uh-huh. like, fuck, I meant to call my mom. So we're putting this out here. Mom, I'm meaning to call you, but I, this made me laugh. And now we bring you a news story out of New York City. The only thing happening in New York City is stabbings, violence, murder, <laughs> killing, drugs, gay people. In fact, you better call your child right now. Your child who lives in New York City, if they don't pick up the phone immediately, that means they got stabbed by a gay immigrant on the train. High off weed. <laughs> uh, yep. That is what... I don't think my mom thinks that, but... When something does happen in New York, I get a lot of texts from my mom and my oh, aunt. Yes. Like the flooding. Yes. The last flooding yes, that happened. Yes, like, yes. Are you safe? There was so much flooding. I was like, I missed all of it. It's back in the ocean now. Yes. Yeah. We're my right mom kept asking ocean. me how close you were to the ocean. Me? Uh, yeah. And I was like, even if he were like 25 feet from the ocean, he'd be fine. Like, I don't, <laughs> I yeah. was like, I don't understand what's happening right now. For the record, I'm one mile from the river. Yeah. Which, like, pretty much goes to the ocean. But everyone's like, oh, the flooding. And I was like, it, it leaves immediately. Yeah. Like, it affects basements in certain pockets that are, yeah. that's dangerous. My basement in Bushwick flooded one time. Oh, yeah. That sucked. Yeah. We had a duplex and a yeah. bunch of my buddy's stuff got ruined. Ugh. But fuck them. Uh, <laughs> it's more the concern is like when people live down there illegally. Yeah. Well, like, you remember oof. the subway shooter uh-huh. uh, <laughs> back in the day, back what two years ago? There was a, a dude mm-hmm. from Wisconsin that decided he was gonna like come to New York and shoot up the train because everything <laughs> was evil here. And I love this story because he missed everybody. Uh-huh. He didn't hit a single fucking person. Not you reference person. him in your special. Yeah. Um, I've never killed so hard at the beginning of that special. I mean, at the beginning of when that happened, because oh. I used to talk about it and yeah, how he would, how he just, you're on the train. How do you miss on the subway? They're all, everybody's next to they're you. They're in a line. Yeah. That's crazy. You got to be so bad with a gun. So bad. I was like, I wouldn't have missed. Are you kidding me? 
I have you I'm ever so shot a gun before? Yes. Okay. I, I <laughs> was I'm gonna say even it, if you haven't, but like you can't miss in a subway. It's like a spray and pray. Anyway, yeah. so he missed everyone, and then he was on the loose for like two days. And as uh-huh. you can imagine, uh, uh-huh. my parents and family members were all up in arms. Ew. Not literally. Yes. He was up in arms. Yes, my he parents was. were up in arms. <laughs> They caught him at McDonald's, that creepy McDonald's that like, that should have been the first place they looked. <laughs> well, that was the thing. I wasn't worried at all. I was like, oh yeah, that guy's like deep Brooklyn. Nobody gives a fuck. Like mm-hmm. that's so far away from me. Shit happens in the Bronx and Brooklyn and Queens all the time. Mm-hmm. And I like mm-hmm. don't even notice or care, no. you know, yeah, it'll be down the street for me and I don't right. register it because it's usually it's gang violence in my neighborhood and it's like, sure. I'm not in a gang, so I'm fine. No. If I, was, true. if I was in a gang or dating somebody in a gang, then yes, be worried about me. But Corey, I have bad news for you. <laughs> what would your gang name be? Three, two, one. Oh my God. The skibbity boops. <laughs> I think I might We're take like a Oh my God as an answer. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Um, oh my God. The skibbity boops. I got to be ready for the three, two, ones. You can't nope. hit me with those when I'm not ready I for can, it. If they come up spontaneous, I can do whatever I want. Oh my God. The, we're the skibbity boops. Yeah. And that's what I was saying. We're going to get you. Yeah. Type thing. What's your main weapon? Three, two, one. A staff. Just a bunch of sticks. Aww. It's cute. What an adorable gang. Thanks. May I join? No. What's your mode of transportation? Three, two, one. Bicycles. Aww. You knew that was going to happen. That's hard See, to now I'm just staff? creating a fantasy in my... Uh, yeah, that would well, be Well, no, great. you put it on your arm like a jousting stick. As somebody who's tried to bike through the city with um, stick furniture, it... Boy, does it clatter. Stick furniture? Okay. I tried, you know, one of those like wooden, um, hold on, wooden hanger, clothes hangers, uh-huh. wooden clothes hanger, not like a clothes hanger, clothes hanger, but the wooden ones that you like, you, you, what the hell are they called? They're like an extent, you, you bring them up and they're this tall, they're tall, and then you drape your clothes on them to, to, to dry them in the air. Laundry line? Yes, but like they're made out of sticks. And they fold up and down. What kind of 17th century inventions are you coming up <laughs> with? There's a word with? for this, and I know someone listening is screaming at me right now. Email the pod, incahootcc at gmail.com. Well, anyway, I had like basically a pile of sticks, and I was biking with them. And the way that they broke and clattered all over the street, because you can't bike with sticks. Like, but anyone stick. watching was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. No, it'll trip you up. You'll get it like caught in, like in the in wheel. The spokes. Yeah. All right, you ruined my fantasy. <laughs> um, anyway, the ending of the subway thing, the subway shooter, I wasn't worried. I assured my family there was no chance of anything happening. And mm-hmm. then they caught him at the McDonald's. Not even the McDonald's, at my liquor store. Oh, that's true. They caught him at my liquor store. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, uh, guys, you're never going to believe this. But I was <laughs> very close to the subway shooter. <laughs> and my mom called me because she saw it on the news. She was like... That's Corey's liquor store. That's Corey's liquor well, store. How does she know which liquor store is I, yours? She visited once. And, oh, my uh, God. My mom takes stabs at the liquor store. Wow. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. That's so funny that she would recognize it, though. Yeah. That's hilarious. Um, so, yeah, that was the one time they were right to be worried. Um, it, I mean, I was on the third floor. If he started shooting in the air and it went through a window and it hit me, like... Just the amount I, of times in the city we walk past, like, a murderer, a rapist, sure. a pedophile. Mm-hmm. It's got to be, like, Every five or day. six times a day. 
probably more than that. Probably like 15, 20. Even when I don't I'm leave around the house. a lot of people. Yeah. Surrounded by pedophiles. That's true. <laughs> like truly. I was trying to look up. I was like, what percentage of the population is pedophiles? Like 0.1% or something? The estimates are as high as one at least. 1%? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I know. That's like foot that's, fetish territory. That's so many people. That's so many people. 1% of people have foot fetishes? It might be higher. What? I, it might be three. What? That's yeah. so high. I think most people are just keeping it in their pants. Or maybe they haven't like explored. I know, but then how do you even like? Please don't explore all of your shit. <laughs> it involves pedophilia. <laughs> yeah, the fetish fine. We don't pedophilia yuck your yum on this see podcast. A therapist. Yeah. How do you get rid of that? Have we figured out how to get rid of pedophilia as a society? I don't think we have. I don't think so. It's just like neurons being crossed yeah, in the wrong nothing. way. Because, yeah, there should be, like, a brain surgery or something that we can do, but... If you're a pedophile, email in. <laughs> we promise we won't call the cops. <laughs> we might. We will. We could. Get them, officer. We did get an email. We got an email. <laughs> I'm was... changing his name to James. We're calling him James because he requested that he uh, not be outed. <laughs> outed. Ah. Okay. Oh, right. <laughs> I was like, I don't get it. So I forgot this email the email is about uh, fetishes. Yes. What a we perfect that... segue. It's almost like we planned that. <laughs> yeah, we sat here before the episode. We were like, you know what? Let's go pedophilia, and then we'll go into the email. <laughs> this guy is not saying he's a pedophile. No. Um, he says that. So this is such a long email. We can't read the email. Yeah. I'm going to have to. It's too I, long. I will have to. Yeah. It's way There's too so long. I love it's the, weirdly written. So There's many 90 examples. slashes. It feels very like um, stream of consciousness. I'll read the first line. And then like they just hit send and they were like, I'm done. It's done. It's out. Yeah. It's out. Yeah. Right. Oh, you're right. There's no way they were. They reread it. Otherwise they wouldn't have sent no. it. Yeah. Um, not that it's bad, but I'll read the first sentence so that you guys can get a sense of what we're dealing with. I here. like that. It says, hello, both. Hello, both. That's the cutest. Hello, both. Hello, both. <laughs> I am a little like, I'm intrigued to see who people put the name first with. Like if they say hello, Carmen and Corey or hello, Corey and Carmen. Oh, yeah. I think they'd say Corey and Carmen. Our Probably. Instagram got a hey Corey, and I was like, how dare you? Oh my, what happened on Instagram? Somebody sent us a th just one of those like I can make reels for this much money. Oh, yeah. sure. But they said hello Corey, and I was <sighs> like, hello Corey and Carmen and Carmen. Mm -hmm. They know you're not making reels. <laughs> <laughs> that was my other thought. I had like a real chuckle to myself. I was like, what if they listen to it and they know that I don't do? <laughs> <laughs> Um, hello both me and my partner slash girlfriend slash fiance slash soon to be wife needs your assistance slash, slash <laughs> needs your assistance slash advice slash help slash tips slash tricks slash tools slash ideas slash info slash opinion slash thoughts slash feedback slash support slash suggestions can you want to make a beat out of this <gasps> me and my par partner girlfriend fiance soon to be wife needs your assistance advice help tips tricks looks <laughs> Tools, ideas, opinions, and thoughts, feedback, support, suggestions. Oh, we're both in our 20s as well, so we're around 20, 25 from the UK. 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 <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, James, mm -hmm. his partner has a 
like a quote like this weird fetish slash kink slash obsession his name obsession. is james slash bob slash tim slash <laughs> <laughs> for bellies slash belly buttons slash tummy slash tummy buttons slash navel slash any slash outies wait i'm not sure what he's talking about could he have any more examples? he is talking about belly buttons just i, I wonder but, if he was like i'm from the uk will they know what i'm talking about uh, which one do you think they call it Tummy, tummy buttons? I've never heard that. That sounds very Ooh, British. A tummy button? My tummy button. <laughs> is my tummy button. My tummy buttons. Well, Aww. we're going to lose our UK listener. I <laughs> love <laughs> <laughs> it down my little tummy buttons. Um, I'm going to start calling you tummy buttons from now oh on. Oh my God. Who's my little tummy buttons? <laughs> Ew. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking gross um she apparently really likes his belly button because mm-hmm. it sticks out a tiny bit from his belly mm-hmm. so i have an innie i have an innie yeah most people have innies some people have deep innies deep. mine goes deep Yours you lose your deep. finger in there yeah 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 wait yeah. let's let's see how far in no. i can go <laughs> not on the Corey, it's for the podcast. Not on the pod. Let me finger your your tummy button. This email was just written by me because nobody's emailing us. (laughs) (laughs) That would be. I would be like, this is perfect. In no world would I guess this was you because it's so. It's so not me. It's so specifically not. Yeah, somebody trying to trick us. Yeah. He goes on to say that he doesn't know why, could have been, but he's had it as a kid. I think he says um, he doesn't know why, but it's just where they cut it. So sometimes they're supposed to cut it in a way that it is an any, I think, but they well, they, so no, they cut after, the umbilical cord. No, no, no. You cut the umbilical cord, but you don't cut it that close. You cut it with like a lot of umbilical cord remaining, and then your body gets rid of it oh, because it's just like dead after really? it gets cut. Really? I didn't know that. I thought yeah. you would trim it like to the, like you're trimming your bangs or something. No. And you're like, there we go. Now you'll have a cute little innie. Nope. So your just, body just decides? Yeah, your body just gets rid of it. What? Like a like a dead toenail. It just when does it fall off? Um pretty soon. I, I think it, it's a couple weeks. I wish it kept growing and then like oh it, my I God. wish it like occasionally did that, like went through seasons of growing and then falling off and we just had a bunch of umbilical cords littering like a, the streets a snake shedding their skin. <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be yeah. really fun. And it would be normal cuz we would all Anyway, this little belly button. Cute belly um, I like anyway, my belly button. Do you, uh, do you like your belly button? Yeah, it's fine. It's very deep. I don't think about it too often. <laughs> I thought about mine today while I was washing it. The, most of the time when we have talked about my belly button, it's been about how some people, it's like 30% of the world, uh-huh. if you poke inside of their belly button, men, you feel it in your dick oh which i do have like if you, you stab me in the a... belly button the tip of my dick will hurt will hurt yeah but, but not a, a stab feeling. so it's not a good feeling no was that part of it i feel like for some people it felt good no uh i don't know anyone who felt good i could did be we wrong. talk about this on the podcast no wow yeah so wait what is where did this information come from what do you mean where did the 30 percent data you looked it up because you asked david drake and like a couple oh, other people. Yeah, where did I get that? I don't know. Who the fuck? Probably. One of your late night Google search uh, deep dives. No, somebody came at me with it, and I was like, I'm gonna ask all every every man that I know right now. And then I did, and then a few of you guys were like, Yeah, and the rest maybe of you I were came like, up with, No. Maybe you and I came up with thirty percent based on the uh, Luna Luna men you talked to. Maybe. Because you talked to like five dudes, and I think like two or three of us had it. Yeah, I definitely asked Kendall, uh, you, 
David. David. David Drake. Did I ask David Drake? Yeah. Did I really? Yeah. David Kaufman either was the source of this or. Oh yeah. Or I asked him. Yeah. Interesting. So anyway, back to the email. <laughs> um, his girlfriend uh, really wants to play with his belly button, specifically licking his belly button uh sucking et, et on it she wants to kiss slash snog snog is kissing in the uk that's the cutest she wants to bite she wants to snog nibble, my, my tummy she buttons. wants to tickle it she wants everything to do with this tummy button uh-huh. is how he's putting this um the issue oh my god uh oh boy okay uh what uh she wants to do whole belly farts belly blows belly raspberries zerberts i always zerberts zerberts is like yeah that's raspberries yeah i always called it zerberts what yeah we call raspberries no zerberts 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 is that a midwestern thing i have no idea but this guy's from the uk he i think think you're right he's naming every he's naming every variation so that we wouldn't be like what's that and not answer okay got it okay that makes sense i feel better that he's not just like wildly hitting the slash button no he is he for sure is for a lot of them cream Uh, slash honey slash golden syrup slash chocolate syrup slash sauce slash ice cream and other food slash items out of yeah she wants she wants everything she wants to get in the belly button she wants to be inside of his belly button but it's an Audi. but it's an Audi. she wants every yeah well she wants to basically she wants to treat it like a dick looks like right yeah yeah my yeah interesting fetish right so she, he wants this to work with her, mm-hmm. but he has a super sensitive belly button to touch. He's also very self-conscious about it. Which, um, I mean, she could definitely help you get over that, I will say. It's always nice when somebody appreciates something that you thought was like oh, not see, desirable about yourself. I don't know. I think it might have the other effect if it gets fetishized. Oh. Um, right? Because then it's fair. just like, oh, wait, wait. This is like weird. This is like a weird kink. Like you're so into it that you don't trust that it's a normal thing. Okay. That's you know? fair. Uh, that could be, that would be a tough thing to get over. Yeah. Like Chris has talked about former guest yeah. Chris Ryder. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you like as a, he said as a black man, you got to watch out for yes. like people fetishizing yes. black people. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that is wild. I never... Yeah. Like, it never would have occurred to me that was a thing. So maybe, like, that's happening here. We don't know. She could just be into it. She could think it's, like, normal. But from, like, the mental hurdle of James's perspective, that might not feel good if she's, like, that obsessed with it. I see. Um... Wow, we're so good at this. I don't know how <laughs> common Audis are against the innies, which my girlfriend has on her belly. Have you girls ever seen Audis also? You girls. Does he think I'm a girl? Also, <laughs> what type of belly buttons do you girls have? Well, I think he thinks I'm a girl. No. That'd be fun. I think he's just saying like you girls, uh, like the grander. The royal girls. Yes, which I am the girls. You are the girls. And as of the girls, um, have I seen, I don't remember seeing Audi since like childhood. We all shared our belly buttons a lot where we're like, what's yours? What's yours? Did you ever do that as a kid? Where you'd, uh, where you'd share Not belly, that I know And like of. Audis were like, what? And then you'd like go and touch the person's Audi because you didn't know that that was possible. No, um, I don't remember. Sexually, that's not something I would pay attention to unless it was really, really protruding i would probably remember and notice but 
I nothing. I can't think of any. Yeah. Um, any any stats on belly buttons? So anyway, his overall ask, including yours, like I wouldn't have been able to say that it was super deep. Right. It's not something I remember. And we've talked about it. We have. The thing that he <laughs> wants is for us to help him with. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if everything we just said is helping or hurting the uh-huh. situation. He <laughs> wants to know how he can get to the point where he feels comfortable enough to let her play around with his belly button. Carmen, any any advice? Wait, he any wants any ideas. The end of the email says, I also want to know how to mess around or play with my girlfriend's tummy or any belly button with her in bed as well um so, so she into it as well she's receiving? into it but he's self-conscious no she into receiving oh yeah it sounds like it yeah yeah hmm um this is one of those things where it's tough because like the i was trying to flip the genders on it and it made me a little bit more like inclined to think like hey nobody should be making you do anything you're uncomfortable doing um if you're not into it, you're just not into it. And it just, you either keep going with a relationship um, or you don't. Like, it's either a deal breaker or it's not, you know? Because mm. sometimes people have these, like... It seems so final. Very specific fetish. Yeah, but that's what it is. That's what that's it is true. Here, You know? Yeah. And if I, she's not getting her needs fulfilled with the belly button thing, like, how would you feel about sending her into the world and, like, letting her explore that with people? Oh, my God. You're going so extreme already. <laughs> we got the polyamorous. It's only been two sentences. Um, just, um, if your man doesn't do exactly what you want, you need to fuck other people. Hashtag sounds, Carmen thoughts. But it sounds like he is like curious or at least like wants to be into it, wants to make her feel good, which making her feel good is she wants to explore it. So this is also like a good analogy for this, I think, is anal. Sure. A lot of women, myself included, <laughs> are very hesitant to do anal you have a shy butthole <laughs> it's so shy <laughs> it's so shy um, um yeah but also like i feel like if we're gonna flip the genders there using anal as the example then the the guy is kind of like the bad guy in that situation like if you found out a guy dumped his girlfriend just because she wouldn't have anal with him you'd be like that guy's a fucking asshole yeah, no I wouldn't, pun included. I wouldn't love that, but also, intended. I mean, if that's what he's into, he'll find somebody who's there. Are, there are some women who are super into it, and right. that's like their thing. So I think more. I don't think he's like trying to send her into the world, and it's not the woman that emailed. I think he mm-hmm. wants to know more. How can he feel more comfortable mm-hmm. with this sort of stuff? How can he raise his self esteem about his belly button? Mm-hmm. How can he like trust? her in more of a way Mm -hmm. um my first thought was like just do some research and see how common that is Mm -hmm. where like both how having an Audi belly button Mm -hmm. how common it is and then how common it is to be into that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. just so you get like a frame of reference for like oh this isn't as uncommon Mm -hmm. as he probably feels like it is Maybe he was like bullied for it when he was younger. I'm trying to think of like where the insecurity comes from. Not that I'm like, I'm a woman. I'm insecure about literally everything all the time. Everything. So I do get it. But um, like if you were really into love handles, 
and you were like, I just, I need to grab them. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm not a fan yeah. of my love handles. Please don't. Hmm. I think the only thing that could uh, fix it is just like over time getting used to it. We're like, start with you like just rubbing them. Or in this instance, just like have like open your belly button up to your girlfriend to just like touch, Mm -hmm. you know, don't Mm -hmm. uh, like you getting into the wild shit where she's like putting her mouth on it and putting honey and chocolate syrup and stuff. That's Mm -hmm. too much to start. Mm -hmm. You got to you got to ease your way into it. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. I agree. I was going to (laughs) say this is a wild suggestion. Um but you can sort of condition yourself to be into things. I've done it before. Jerk off while you're touching your own belly button. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or like if you can't stand to do it bef- leading up to it, do it right before you come. See if you can, when you absolutely can't, <laughs> stop yourself. See if you Just can. create a new neural connection yes. that wasn't there before? Literally, yes. Oh, boy. That's dangerous. <laughs> um, that is dangerous. Dangerous how? Well, what if you, like, right when you come, a child walks past you, and you're like, oh, God. Oh, I mean, you have to, like, do it more than once. You can't create a neural pathway just doing it one time. True. Yeah. The other part I would say is, like, good communication with her, which mm-hmm. I know you're going to agree with. Yes. Uh, she has to feel like she's allowed to do it. Y- you're... Like, don't make her feel bad for being into it, but say, like, hey, I want to do this for us. However, it's super sensitive. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm going to guide you the mm-hmm. first time. Mm-hmm. Like, grab her hand and have her hand touch your belly button mm-hmm. so that you're in control of the situation. <gasps> Ooh, it's like a clit. Sure. Yeah. Right. It's Hypersensitive like a, to touch, ticklish. Yeah, dude, that's yeah. that's clit territory right there. So it's just like if if you feel like you're in control of what she's feeling, mm-hmm. it's probably going to be a little easier to get comfortable with. Mm-hmm. A good game with you just do the stuff that people do with clits. <laughs> like a, a good game is like this or this. So they Bite do <laughs> they Bite do one hard. they do one thing and then they do another thing. And then they step back and say, which one felt better? It's basically the eye. T- it's basically going to the eye doctor. You're like, which one is clearer? I don't know. Then you sort of like. Read the letters. <laughs> you're like C-L-I-T. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Got it. Yeah. Clit. Like it's not the sexiest thing, but like going through it, like it's a science experiment yeah. can be super helpful and kind of take off some of the pressure of having it be like sexy and I have yeah. to be hard for this. That's yeah. a good call. Turn yeah. it into a science experiment. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. like something the f- two of you can do after dinner. Just mm-hmm. like sitting down instead of watching a movie she can like stare at your belly button for a little while see how you feel (laughs) did we run out of good advice i think that was pretty good advice i think that was i'm surprised i thought we were gonna really fuck this up no i'm like i think we actually did like a pretty good job okay i want the audience to know that like almost everything we do on this podcast carmen has no faith in until after <laughs> we do it but that's me as well like they, then, even the special i was like if it bombs it bombs <laughs> and then like it uh, it goes fine and then we do it and she's like oh that was fun i'm like yeah <laughs> i knew it's an email about belly buttons of course it's gonna be fun yeah you're right um 
Email in with your weird sexual affiliations. Uh, to an extent, you motherfuckers know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, and uh, James, email back. Tell us what Tell us what happens. I, w- I want an update. Yeah, I actually do want an update. I want an update from this guy. I hope mm-hmm. it works out for And I him. want more slashes, more examples. More slashes. <laughs> yeah. I like that, too. I do. Um, yeah. Well, we're at an hour. Do I want to talk about the Lions game? <laughs> well, it's just funny that you, okay, you worked so oh hard my on God. my special, and then it was like a late night. Um, we didn't stay out crazy late, but we did no. stay up and late. Okay, we got back at three. Okay, we that's got back at three in the morning. That's crazy late for everyone, not that's, us. <laughs> that's true. But Saturday night, 3 a.m., that's not like insane, insane. No. But then, we, yeah, but you had a flight at what time? I had to get up at 6.30. Ooh. Yeah. And I fell asleep probably about 3.30. Because yeah. you yeah. came in and smacked my ass while I was trying to fall asleep. I thought you were you were like stirring. I, I was, was moving like, the blankets. And you were, you were like, so you know mad. what he wants? It's three in the morning. He's got to wake up in three hours. Let me smack his butt. Okay, I'm sorry. Your ass can't be that juicy and presentable. <laughs> I now know that you don't have the willpower <laughs> You to can't, say you no, can't no, leave no. it out like that. <laughs> yes, I can. You can't. Let's flip the genders again. This is my favorite game to play with Carmen. Let's let's hear what she says and then flip the genders and decide if it's problematic. Inappropriate. Never do that to a woman. <laughs> but it was just like out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. your leg, like one leg was in that triangle and the other one, so it was like kind of popped. Oh, I was no, I got back up onto my hands and knees because I was moving the blanket so my ass was like up in the air and you walked behind the bed and just like pat yeah you were awake you were pissed I was pissed I was like just about to fall asleep and then I was too cold and I needed the blanket and all of a sudden I'm being smacked it's bullshit you're right I did want to talk about that I regret nothing. No, I know. That's uh, uh, part of your charm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's end it there. I okay. was exhausted the next day. Yes, because you went flew to the Lions and game. you saw the Lions fun. game live. Yeah, that stadium was lit up. They won by one point. It was I was crazy. more nervous for that game than I was for my special. <laughs> I truly was. I was nervous for the special, but I was nervous confident. For this, I was just nervous. You could have watched it on your phone. You've got the YouTube TV. I don't know that, though. I don't remember these things. These are okay. complicated facts. I just uh, had the little box score, and it was just frozen at Carmen that score. Carmen would be so good at being famous. She just walks around. <laughs> someone hands her a phone with YouTube oh, TV. Oh, yes. Of this just is what like, I'm here's saying. the game you wanted to watch. And you're like, I didn't even know I wanted to watch yeah. it. It's I'm just like, dumb watching, walking around, oh like donating God. to charities, 14 mm-hmm. helpers. Yep. They're all my best friends. You were made oh, to be they're famous. My best friends, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't be your best friends for long if they have to take care of you the whole time. Yeah, I guess so. Um, that is a that is a weird dynamic. That's my job you're, as your keeper. My keeper. Uh, yeah, and keeper. <laughs> Where can people find you? Ooh, at Carmstagrams on Instagram and at OnlyFans at Carmen Legala or Carmen Legala Comedy. I'm yeah. not sure. YouTube, Carmen Legala Comedy. Oh, please, please subscribe that to my to YouTube. Up. Yeah, if I don't get YouTube subscribers, I won't make money off of the special, and I lost money on the special which it costs so much money to make a special <laughs> i venmoed somebody fifteen hundred dollars today and that wasn't mm-hmm. even the start yeah so. yeah oh that was this that was a big chunk of it but that was yeah, a, yeah. still a lot of money yeah that's like four months of your rent 
Yeah. Yeah. So please subs- all you have to do is subscribe to what is it, Carmen Legala on YouTube? Uh, Carmen Legala comedy. Carmen Legala on comedy YouTube. on YouTube. Uh, Luna. Luna. We need some road dates coming up. We're just gonna be in the city. If you want to see us, we're gonna yeah. be around. I'm, I got new material. I'm so fucking yeah. excited about it. It's so how fun. many minutes do you think you're at already? Thirty of like new old new. Ma- like new but like not, not on the material uh, not on the special not on the special yeah i could do 30 yeah it wouldn't be like incredible but it would be something i bet in the next four months it'll be now that you've gotten rid of the old i bet you've you'll you'll come up with a bunch of new i have to here. yeah i need like stuff to yeah. fill in that space because yeah we'll we'll definitely put together some road shows email mm-hmm. the show if uh in cahootscc at gmail.com if you want us to come to your city mm-hmm. and we'll check mm-hmm. out see if there's like a comedy club or a little theater mm-hmm. or something like that mm-hmm. um follow me at Corey t comedy on all social media check mm-hmm. out my youtube i got a bunch of clips up there tiktok mm-hmm. stand up or instagram it's all stand up we got shit going on i'm doing shows in the city mm-hmm. it'll be a good time It'll helping good produce time. your special um <laughs> We were talking about with the director. We're all going to get together, you, me, Matt, and the other producer. Mm-hmm. We're all going to watch it at the same time and decide like which which uh, jokes we want from each special. Oh, we're all supposed to watch it at the same time? I thought I was watching it with Matt. I think we set up a well, time. Well, we're going to... Uh, yeah, you probably will. Yeah. But we'll I have do... I do it again? Probably. You're going to watch the special 150 times. You're going to hate it. Sorry. Okay. <sighs> You guys are going to love the final product. It's going to be so good. I'm so going to hate it. Good. You're going to fucking hate it. But it's going to be <laughs> so gonna fucking good. going to watch it and be like, is this even funny? What am I doing? Is nope. this comedy? You will not find it funny. No. But anyway, thank you for being. I'm doing it while she's got water. <laughs> I was like, I got to start this while she's drinking. I wish she I could get her to spit it, it out on my laptop and charge her another chunk of change. <laughs> thank you, you for, for being, being in cahoots, cahoots with us. us.